This isn't a very good year for skiers in Japan. A bus on a ski tour packed with college students had a horrible crash very close to Tokyo last week. More than 15 people died. This is pretty incredible since Japan is well known for its safety record and for the way that the highways are maintained and kept up. Michael, this is a pretty big deal. 15 people died in a single bus crash? Yeah, some of them, well, most of them were college students. They were on a bus that was on an overnight ride, which was heading toward the ski resorts up in Karuizawa. And the, for some reason, the, the reason that they think now is that the, the bus driver, who was, who was an elderly man, got confused in terms of the gearbox and put the bus in neutral. And at that point, the brakes did, no longer worked and suddenly lost control of the bus on a downhill slope. Careening. Careening left and right and going faster and faster until it, it blew through the guardrails. That this happened is, yes, there's a there's this question of safety record, but it's a safety record that, that people haven't been looking at in Japan for quite some time having to do with buses and bus drivers. Mm -hmm. and particularly, buses are competing with the Shinkansen right. or, with sh or with short haul flights. Mm -hmm. And their main way of competing is on price. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that if you do an overnight trip on a bus, that deregulation allows for extra cheap fares if you're not going point to point, but you're on it a tour. Mm -hmm. oh. So that there are a whole lot of private companies that have rock bottom rate bus fares and not entirely uh, up to snuff policies as regards how many hours per month the bus drivers drive and how many hours they rest, mm -hmm. that these this has set up a situation where we have these overnight buses crashing with and this time with the largest loss of life in the post in, in, in many decades. This is a popular way to go skiing. Kids in Tokyo right. go to Shinjuku, they get on this bus maybe at midnight, yeah. the bus takes them three hours, they're in Karuizawa, they're setting up for their skis, they're ready at sun, sun up for, for a day of skiing, they come back into town. That's right, and, and it's very, very cheap. And that has unfortunately not been the focus. Mm -hmm. Instead, what immediately the uh, police did was seal off the bus company, make sure that they did not uh, try to destroy any evidence of having their bus drivers drive too many hours per month because there are regulations mm -hmm. about you know, how much they can work and how many rest hours they must take in a 24-hour span. And this particular bus seems to have been following all the regs. It had two bus, bus drivers so they could switch off in case of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. uh, one was a little bit elderly, one was in his 50s. Uh, there wasn't seem, didn't seem to be much that was wrong, except for one weird thing that happened was that they were supposed to be on the expressway. Why did they take, take the a winding, winding road? mountain right. road? No one has yet explained that, and that provides a narrative that camouflages the real story, which is two cheap buses and people who are not entirely comfortable with them driving them overnight. Right. That is the main story. Instead, it's been a question about you know, why was he on the small mountain road? Rather, was it because it costs too much to ride on the expressway? That obfuscates, that, that camouflages what the real issue is. And we've, it's been a re repeating problem, and it's going to get worse. You talk about the safety record, but what everybody knows is the number of people driving buses 
is shrinking. Just mm. like everything else, mm. the working age population is shrinking. Right. And yet the demand and the number of bus lines has stayed the same. Mm -hmm. Push comes to shove. You're starting to get people into the bus driver business who don't have as much experience, who are who or who have health problems. We have had numerous accidents of bus drivers with heart failure God. crashing into things. And it's becoming worse and worse and worse. And that's one of the aspects of demographic decline that you can't avoid. Right. I mean, if you get on the trains and the buses, there are all there are ads inside the the, the subways everywhere saying, Do you want to be a bus driver? Mm. Wow. We will pay for your training. We will take you if you do, even if you don't have a bus driver's license yet. Uh. We will we will pay for your getting the license. We will pay you a salary until you get it. Mm -hmm. That's the level that they're at. And most public bus systems in the city are all just absolutely day and night advertising for for people. I think one of the issues here is the tremendous expense of just using the the, the expressways here in in Japan. I mean, they're well maintained. They're wide. They handle a lot of traffic, but they are expensive. And even if the government made it so that these toll booths would be there only for 10 years while they paid for the construction, the toll booths actually never disappear. No, the thing is, is also that they're now, they've been privatized. So they're going to be private money-making endeavors forever. They mm -hmm. also have to pay off the, the immense debt that it was incurred when these things were built. So the, there's no chance of them cutting prices. There was, during the DPJ era, a... Uh, movement, and they in fact enforced on non-trunk, non-mainline expressways, that for a certain amounts of time, they should be free, mm -hmm. because they were paid for by the taxpayer. Right. And that was both popular and unpopular for various reasons. Unpopular with people who like companies that have debt to pay their debts. Mm -hmm. uh, popular with people driving in the countryside. Mm -hmm. I think the key point here is getting off the expressway because when you're new to Japan, you you go to the big cities and you're using the marvelous public transportation that everybody just marvels over and, right. and highlights. And uh, So the bullet train, world-renowned, and then, of course, Tokyo Metro and the Metro and other big cities. But once you get outside and you're either driving or in a bus... A lot of these sort of byways, these blue highways, they're very narrow and they can be quite treacherous. And we we often forget just how mountainous and kind of wild uh, mm. Japan's topography is away from the, the cement uh, jungle that we live in here. So I, I when you brought that up about why were they off the uh, the very nice, wide, paid-for expressways, I thought, that that's a puzzle, isn't it? Right. And and I wonder too how it might impact these young people because I just it was so tragic to read about these these college kids. And again, they're from what I understand, I've read in other articles that a lot of them are really looking for bargains now. Mm -hmm. It's all part of this kind of their their version of Abenomics, you know, and and thinking I'm not going to live at the level maybe that my parents have. So they're cutting corners in ways that are having these Adverse types of, effects. yes, right. and it, it, it's it's just, I don't think it'll be 
the last time, several years ago, there was a bus crash. I think they were going to Disney, uh, the Tokyo Disney. It may have been about four years ago, but I remember reading about that. The one that split through the guardrail. Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. So um, it, it, it just, I looked at it. I, I thought about those young people, again, just trying to save a little money mm -hmm. and yet have a fun excursion. Mm -hmm. And it just uh, it just had such terrible tragedy right. all around. Well, the thing is, is that if you were going to go at it, you would say, okay, this is a creation of deregulation. Yes. This is something that happened because if, if they took a JR bus, for example, which mm. is listed as a point-to-point -point bus, mm -hmm. which runs exactly the same route and does it at exactly the same time, that would be about twice as expensive. Mm. Uh, because of the regulation that exists on point-to-point -point travel. Mm -hmm. But if you are in a tour, uh, they're... In the middle of the night, looking in, out the window. Yeah, and the thing is, you know that there are politicians who are attached to the tour industry, right. who have, are its advocates inside the diet, and when members of the, uh, the, the, part, the transportation agency go up with new regulations, they say, no, 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 you're not, that's, it's a different business. Don't touch you, that one. Don't touch that one. My constituencies belong to that That's one. right, and I, I, I know those people, and they work very hard to make sure that the safety of the blah, 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 blah. Right. So that story, however, is not the way it's portrayed in the news here. Mm -hmm. And that, that's, that is, uh, you know, whether there's a collusive aspect in that or not, I don't know. And Certainly a program like Close-Up Gendai well, on NHK would take that as one possible explanation. But they're closing shop on that show. Right. Mm. Well, this aspect of collusion and government ministries being involved in how deregulation happens, it does have a spillover effect. And if you're watching, like we watch, you can see the impact of those kinds of decisions being played out in, in Japanese society. And one of them is, you know, a tragic accident that killed a, you know, a bunch of college kids. Yeah, in this case, you can sense that there are certain forces that don't want to have deregulation portrayed mm -hmm. in a negative light. And, there, because, and for, at least foreign interests are always talking about deregulation and yeah. deregulating the labor market, deregulating uh, health requirements, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And there's the international pressure that is there Whereas in, in this instance, if the domestic politics and the domestic scene were the only consideration, mm -hmm. you would probably see the tour bus industry getting slammed down. Right. Mm. Well, you might have noticed that bus accident issues in the news have really exploded over the last mm -hmm. two weeks. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Right. We watch this issue because it's important to show how politics and policy come out in the real world. We'll continue to watch stories like this and report them. Sometimes they have meaning outside of politics and, and the dynamics of how society is moving, but they're really interesting to keep an eye on. We're watching them and analyzing them for you.